Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. That conversation that will not go away. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests, join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Bart Scott, Alan Hahn, kicking it with J. Will today, as we have been all week. And, guys, that is obviously the, 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 the story and continues to be in the NFL. You know, there's, there's no doubt about it involving quarterbacks, but... It just popped off yesterday. The story, yes. It was like one file complaint, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, boom. You're like, wow. Yeah, this now becomes the story that is yeah. not involving where, who's going where and trading for. This now takes it a whole nother level, and we mentioned it yesterday, and let's call that Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. So now as the news breaks, massage therapist Sue, this is now multiple, Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson, he's called the allegations baseless. The first lawsuit was filed Tuesday night, appeared in – the Harris County District Clerk's website on Wednesday morning, it alleges inappropriate conduct in a massage therapist's home in Houston in March of 2020. The incident in the second lawsuit filed on Wednesday occurred August 28th, 2020, so months later. The lawsuits, which were filed by a Houston lawyer named Tony Busby, both allege that Watson, quote, committed civil assault, end quote, when touching a massage therapist with his penis, and that he, quote, intentionally or knowingly caused physical contact with the plaintiff when Watson knew or should have reasonably known that the plaintiff would regard such contact as offensive. Some statements now uh, from Watson's Houston-based attorney, Rusty Harden. He told ESPN that he first learned of the lawsuits involving the quarterback on Tuesday evening. Harden said he spoke with Watson on Wednesday and agreed to represent him. He said, quote, I'm real comfortable with the kind of person that Deshaun Watson is. I don't like to publicly comment until I get all the facts. He added that Watson, quote, has a great reputation here in the Houston area, and the allegations are really inconsistent with the kind of person he is. The Texans put out a statement that said, basically, we became aware of a civil lawsuit involving Deshaun Watson through a social media post last night. This is the first time we've heard of the matter. We hope to learn more soon. We take accusations of this nature that involve anyone within the Houston Texans organization seriously. We will await further information before making any additional statements on this incident. Jay, you used a a phrase that I, I like here because... Obviously, this is serious. Obviously, you know, we did mention it yesterday. It was only the one allegation we knew about yesterday. But when we talk about Deshaun Watson, we're talking about somebody that, in your words, has a lot of social capital built up. His attorney said the same thing, his reputation. But right now, that reputation's on the line. Yeah, it's – look, Deshaun Watson has done a lot of great things in the community. Obviously, there is an investigation here that needs to continue so we can – more information can become revealed. I spoke to um, David Mulgetta yesterday, just like Deshaun Watson. They both deny. Yes, he is the agent Mm -hmm. for Deshaun Watson. They deny uh, these allegations. Uh, Obviously, there's a lot more work to be done, but it it does take an interesting narrative twist. You know, instead of us talking about all the teams that Deshaun Watson is supposed to go to, Mm -hmm. now we're addressing allegations that are serious very serious allegations. Yeah, every every woman that feels like they have been assaulted or has a complaint, you know, deserves their opportunity to be heard. 
Yes. So you have to play the process out. I'm not going to rush to judgment. Um, I, I'm very confident in who Deshaun Watson is as a player and as a person, even though I don't know him personally. You know, just from what I've seen, he looks like a guy that has outstanding character. And I know that doesn't mean anything. But, you know, I've been in those situations. We've all had massages, right? We've all had, you know, athletic massages. What people don't understand, yeah, athletic, Bart, yeah, athletic, massages are, yeah. athletic massages are totally diff- different than a regular massage, right? You know, when you're trying to get something done, you're, you're getting it stripped from insertion, right? So if I'm getting something, if I have any injuries, it's from insertion. Insertion is where – it, it connects, right? So it's not like some surface massage. You're stripping tendons down. It's very painful. It's not something that's an enjoyable thing. You're breaking up scar tissue, and sometimes that contact happens, right? Um, if you and if you're with somebody and you've been with them for so long, you know, they tuck it away or they move it to the side and they do what they have to do because they have to go to the point of insertion. So the insertion, they have to go all the way where the tendon starts. And sometimes it's all the way up there inside of the groin. It's in those areas. And, you know, so it happens, but it's not never done intentionally. It also makes you think as an athlete moving forward, videotape these sessions, go into a room where there's a camera where you can document footage for anybody and make sure that because right now I don't know if there is footage. Yeah. And it becomes his word versus hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, well, the fact that there are two now, there's yeah. multiple, yes, that, multiple. That is obviously, yes. and it's and they're both in, in incidents months apart as well. And that's a big part of this. Now, obviously, another part of the conversation with Deshaun Watson is the fact that he does not want to be with the Texans anymore. He wants to be traded. The Texans have said they are not trading him. But there are teams that still are waiting to see if this will happen, if there will be a stalemate at some point, and and they will have to make a decision. So teams are still waiting to see if he'll be traded, and does something like this maybe dissuade some teams and say, you know what, maybe I don't want to make a move with him right now with this going on. Adam Schefter uh, was on SportsCenter with Steve Levy, and he talked about how so far, as this is still new on the news cycle, Uh, This has not stopped teams from having interest in trading for Deshaun. Listen, I think everybody's paying attention to it, Steve, and there's serious charges, and I think everybody wants some answers. And the Texans themselves said they will have no further comment until there's more information. I think everybody wants more information, but I don't believe, as it currently stands, that it dampens the enthusiasm around the league to go land Deshaun Watson. I spoke to one team tonight that could considered to be in the Deshaun Watson market. And while they're curious about the charges and they would like more information, they remain interested in Deshaun Watson. And I don't expect that to change. He still is an elite talent. This is a serious issue. There are significant questions, but it doesn't change the fact that he's one of the best players in all of football. And before teams are dissuaded from being interested in him, they'd have to hear something that would have to change their minds here. To add to the Adam Schefter reporting, I spoke to a team yesterday in a person in a very high position and he reiterated the same exact thing that Adam Schefter just said they will continue to do their due diligence to Mm -hmm. understand more about this investigation but it does not stop them from having an all-in approach of getting Deshaun Watson to their team so a lot of people are going to say that the value for Deshaun Watson is wavering I don't think that is the case I think the value for Deshaun Watson is still very, very high, and a lot of teams are still waiting to hear more information, but that's not going to stop them from taking their foot off the gas to acquire a talent like Deshaun Watson. Right, because you understand that Goodell has ultimate power, so if it's going to you know, come out and, and, and 
and he's proven wrong or right, if it's discipline that's going to take place, then the commissioner is going to take, you know, going to, going to, um, he's going to uh, make the discipline. So it doesn't matter like what happens, you know, you're still going to get the player back eventually. And we all know in this league, um, in, in, in life, you know, uh, production breeds tolerance, right? So no matter what, Deshaun Watson is going to play somewhere. If anything, if I'm a team, I'm going to use that as an opportunity to be able to have to give less to, to get them. But it's not going to you know dissuade me from wanting to go get the, get the talent. And, Bart, I keep walking away from the situation. Like, if you're an athlete these days, you got to move like a politician. Yeah. You have to move like a politician. You have to think that. And when people wonder – And look, I don't know what's going to come out of the investigation. I will preface it by saying that. But when people wonder why athletes are standoffish or why they don't seem normal, it's for a lot of these reasons. So, you know, once again, document. If you're going into a room, I have cameras in my home. I do. Like, I want to watch what's happening in my home. Uh I want to make sure that everything is documented. And now for all athletes moving forward, this is the way you have to roll. This needs to be the new norm. Yeah, yeah, you understand that when you meet when you meet athletes and you wonder why are they used to standoffish or, or why they they keep a distance from you. Oh, he's he wasn't very warm. He wasn't very welcoming. Yeah, yeah. He's not a regular guy. You got to understand is because so there are a lot one. of situations that you always are are cu- careful and curious. And again, it, it's not to take one side or another in this. It's just to point out though that these things happen. And I'll use it again: social capital for a player that um, you know these types of things have never come up before with him. And, and the timing, of course, uh, with the fact that he wants out of, of Houston. Now, David Culley said he, he, they are not trading him, that he's my quarterback. They've, they've, they've talked about it over and over again. John McClain, who's covered uh, the Texans for a long time for the Houston Chronicle, he tweeted this, which I found really interesting. The Texans haven't said they're not trading Watson since January. I expect him to be traded, he says. The draft is the deadline. Because they need to be able to get a draft haul and they have an, and have an amazing draft. If you're the GM, you have to feel like you can't perpetuate a problem, and that's why you need to trade him by the draft. That's pretty much what we've been talking about. I, yeah. I just believe that is the, the 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 draft has to be the real hard deadline for whatever's going to happen with Deshaun with the Texans. But obviously, this is something that the Texans, other teams, Deshaun, and even Roger Goodell certainly have to pay close att- attention to as we go forward. Much more on the quarterback carousel later in the show. But coming up next, why the NBA MVP needed a little help ordering. <laughs> After Jay has this from O'Reilly. A weak battery could leave you stranded. Been there, done that. So don't take a chance. O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery free of charge. If your battery needs to be replaced, the professional parts people can help you find the exact battery that fits your car or truck at a guaranteed low price. Make sure your vehicle is prepared for the weather ahead by getting your battery tested for free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Riley in South Carolina, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, Jay one listen to man. I'm a big fan. Hey, Jay, I appreciate your football acumen. Hey, Zubin, you the man. Key, I appreciate you and you was down there in Carolina too, baby. I appreciate More that. More from Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin next. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... 
your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Back to Giannis, driving against Howard. Hesitation move, steps back from 14 and buries it. Milwaukee by seven with 111 to go in overtime. And a three-pointer. Seven straight points at one point. Ten points in overtime. The Bucks snap the six or six-game win streak. And the Bucks win 109-105. Alan, can I just tell you something? In overtime. If somebody scores in me and they run down to the other end of the court uh-huh. and they sit down, there's going to be a fight. You don't like that. I'm yeah. going to fight. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a fight. Like, like at that point of the game, you really yeah. – I don't care. Mm. I, and I, I love Giannis, former MVP. I respect the hell out of him, the way floor. he plays. Yeah. He was a beast last night. Yeah. I give him all the kudos in the world. But that's the kind of stuff right there yeah. that either we're going to fight or I'm going to remember the next time I play against you it, it's, for it's, sure. Is that equi- – for us, for us, that's equivalent to dancing on the logo, going to the middle of the field – you know, T.O. With, yep. with the whole star thing. Mm-hmm. Like, we're we going to remember that. And, and we are not going to give you the benefit of the doubt when you're in the air, hard fouls. We're going to rough you up a little bit. And he's going to have to deal with that because they're on a collision course in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Was it Harbaugh went after a team? Who was it? Oh, it's the Titans. The Titans. Yeah, Tennessee right. Titans. Yeah. Ju- Ju- Juju yeah. got his sternum bl- yeah. blown out because he was dancing on people's logos yeah. before the game. Yeah, there's something disrespectful about that. It, and no, jo- no Joel Embiid last night, too. So right. that, that's something for him to remember There's as A lot well. of little things to get to about that game last night. KJZ, Barton Hahn in with Jay Will. Um, and, and one of them is what you're mentioning at that moment, right? Dwight Howard was asked about it after the game, and his response was interesting. Take a listen. Giannis made a big basket in the overtime, and then he just sat at midcourt. And I, I wondered if you guys took notice of that. And anything oh, yeah. I, I, I wanted to go and stone cold stunner him, but uh... – I already got one tick. <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, here we go. <laughs> Don't Bucks start playing the wrestling music. Now, Bart, Can you on, demonstrate James. on Jay the Stone Cold Stunner? Can we James do this right Still, here in the our studio? producer, see, loves see, wrestling. I, 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 I love Stone Cold, but I'm old school. I'm going to hit him with the Ravishing Rick Rude joint. You know what I mean? I'm going to get him. I'm going to hold it down. And then the, I'm a who? Who? Ra- Ravishing Rick Rude. I don't know who that is. Ravishing oh. Rick Rude. Yeah, I don't, I don't oh, know man. who that is. Yeah. I don't. You're not man I, enough to know I, who Ravishing Rick Rude is. You're not man enough. What I want now is for all you ugly, fat, out of shape, Yep. No uh, good. Careful, yeah, careful Milwaukee now. Milwaukee Bucks to shut up and hit the music. All I'm saying is I cannot watch grown men in speedos mm. grab each other, sweaty. I can't. You know do you it. watch football, right? You know they got spandex with pads, <laughs> with pads. Oh, because of the pads and the helmets. Well, and it's hitting. It's not. It's, well, well, I don't uh, see guys grappling well, just faces well, uh, in areas that they should not be around. Well, you Mark. ever watch some of these soft corners make tackles? They're like a pillow fight. They're like they fall it out, laying on the ground together well, in spandex. So, so after, all right? So after the with game, no cup, right? So after, oh, Giannis goes for thirty-two, fifteen, and five in forty-three minutes. <laughs> And after the game now, so he's again. Philly's now all of a sudden. That's his, that's my house, right? He sits yeah. on the floor. Dwight's not happy about it. 
after the game, he takes it a step further. Giannis decides he's going to order himself something to eat, little cheesesteak in Philly. Hey, Giannis, uh, not going to lie, I was a little surprised to see you not with a cheesesteak, given what the last week has been. Somebody grab me one, please. Hey, give me the, the steak one with the mustard and cheese, American cheese, please. In Philly, they call that whiz wit. Give me the. No, they don't. This is the whiz whiz? They don't. I got, I got, I got the whiz whiz. The whiz whiz. Whiz whiz? That's hilarious. That doesn't sound right to me, though. Whiz whiz. Sound like tra- whiz. Sounds like Transformers. Whiz whiz. Whiz whiz. That doesn't sound right. Wiki, that wiki, sounds wiki. like it's kind of shaky. You know, you know what I'm saying? But okay. All right, so a couple of problems. Whiz wiki from Transformers. <laughs> First of all, he asked for the steak with, with American cheese, and then the, whoever the reporter was says, oh, though they call that a, a whiz-wit. And, like, everybody in Philly must have been like, no, no, no they don't. No, they don't. Well, I know a person in Philly who was pretty angered by it, actually, Alan. <laughs> yeah, apparently, I, I'm being told we have uh, Joel from Philly on the line. Yeah, yeah, Joel from Philly. Are you there, Joel? Yeah, uh, between of all of us, the uh, whiz-wit is not a thing. Nobody in Philly orders cheesesteaks and gets... Cheese whiz, it's only cheese. Hmm, interesting breakdown. Did he order it properly and whoever the reporter was screw it up, Joel? No, nobody nobody orders a whiz with or anything cheese whiz related. It's only American cheese, provolone, anything but cheese whiz. <laughs> nothing nothing <laughs> whiz related. Do I have a question for you? A lot of people were saying last night that um, – they were wondering if Ben Simmons will be the defensive player of the year, considering the way Giannis was dropping buckets on him. How do you, Ooh. how do you defend that? Everybody has a bad day, but Big Ben is always going to be the defensive player of the year. You just have to look at what he's been doing against everybody. Like we played Luca, he pretty much held Luca to a bad game, so it's it's in the pudding. Joel's voice sounds so familiar. It's it's, I can't. Such I, a unique caller. Every yeah. time he calls in, I feel like I yeah. know it, but I just can't put my finger on it. I'm just curious, it. though, to ask this question. You heard what Dwight Howard said about Giannis sitting on the court, you know, after making the basket. I'm curious what you, Joel, feel about that and what you might have done, it, just in case you might have been there or maybe if you're ever there again next time Giannis is in Philly. Well, I don't think he would have done that if I was actually playing, and uh, I would probably find something – wrestling related to do as well because i'm not a fan of anything that he did <laughs> all right all right oh yeah stone cold no, stunner I, I again i can't joel thank can't you snap smear turnover okay, the, the whole did thing I, the whole conversation the other day about like austin 316 then lebron 316 well, i didn't get it tell me why i googled 316 <laughs> and i was like this is a bible quote what's going on <laughs> you know, the problem is that people who love wrestling the way they talk about wrestling, if you don't, if you're not into it, yeah, no idea. It's like you don't get it. You know, That's what they look at. It's not like, oh, you don't like it. Okay, you it's, know, no, it's like, oh, you just don't get it. You know, you know, you guys are sitting. It. You know, you guys are sitting to the trash talking champion of the WWE, right? You know, I have a belt with my name on. I'm a trash talking king of the WWE. I did see a video the other day of your knee getting twisted out and you tapping out very early. Yeah. Trash talking though. Well, so I'm was, curious. I was hanging out. Yeah. I was hanging out <laughs> with uh, TNA, uh, Dixie Carter and stuff like that. And, um, he stuck me. I, I, I wasn't getting, it. I didn't want to get sued and he got me with a, you know, Kurt Angle made me tap out a little bit, but it's all good. You know why I can't get into it? Because I, all right. Cause James Steele, our producer brought up this crazy. He's like, you guys like acting, right? You guys like acting in movies. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's a movie. I know I'm watching acting. When I see sports, 
Like, it's acting, a soap I get, opera. But I get mad at acting. Like, when a player flops, I'm like, oh, there he goes. He's yeah. acting again. Shaq, you can't act going through two tables. Shaq went through a table <laughs> last week, bro. Yeah, that, that, there's an element of that that's kind of real, yeah. Because Shaq yeah. is way over 300 feet. Yo, pounds. like, when I, went, when I went and I wrestled with uh, Kurt Angle, he had his neck fused. I was like, hey, what's up, Kurt? He's like, huh? Like, bro, <laughs> he turned like, the whole body. Like, like yo, peekaboo, peekaboo. Like, oh, stop, stop. We need headache. to get Bart to be the 24-7 champion, though, one of these days. That no, would be. No, that's my guy. That's my guy. I know, but I'd like to see you get it yeah. one day. Get back in there, Bart. Yeah, come on, man. Let's, Let's go. do it. I'll get in there. We can do a, you know, put Gronk in there, Shaq. We can have like that. We can all pick teams. You know what I mean? Mm. I won't be watching. <laughs> Play against KJ Worst and Z on the ESPN's <laughs> Tournament Challenge. Sign up at ESPN.com slash bracket or download the Tournament Challenge app and search KJZ. Or you can also search Bart Nahum because Bart's the one who filled out the bracket, so I have nothing to do with it. The Bears couldn't get Russell Wilson, but that doesn't mean he won't be traded. We'll tell you why after Jay has this from Granger. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies, solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help keep your facilities safe and your people even safer. Call 1-800-GRANGER. Click Granger.com or just stop on by. Russ, say what you want. Say what you want the Seattle Seahawks to do, whether that's trade you or what they need to do from a player acquisition standpoint. If the Seattle Seahawks are not in the next Super Bowl, someone's going to have to go. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. From one quarterback conversation to another, KJZ... Barton Hahn in, kicking it with Jay. Yeah. Russell Wilson, you know, we just keep talking about the quarterbacks, but that is obviously the, the biggest story. And let's do Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. As Adam Schefter on Get Up discussed whether or not he thinks Russ will stay in Seattle for good this season. I don't think it's done. No. I don't think I'm ready to say Russell Wilson is a Seahawk, will be a Seahawk. I just know how this league operates. And again, I think that maybe they're inclined today, they are inclined today not to move on from him. 
But I want to see the draft come and go before I'm ready to say that Russell Wilson will be a Seahawk this year. That's Straight Talk. Adam Schefter giving us the Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. All right, so Schefter's not convinced, and he doesn't ever dabble in hyperbole. We know that. So if he's not convinced yet that he stays, the list that he originally had, guys, Dallas, well, they got their quarterback. New Orleans, they seem like they're secure right now with Jameis Winston. Um, Chicago, I mean, they do have Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. I mean, but they were already told whatever you're offering ain't enough. And what was the fourth team? Oh, the Raiders, the Raiders. claim yeah. that, that they are satisfied with, with Carr. <laughs> so that I'm was satisfied. a devious laugh. It's like, yeah, it's like I'm satisfied with a, with a Camry. Like, yeah, I'm satisfied. It gets Bro. me to point A to B, but, you know, it's a Camry. It's, it's a very reliable car. <laughs> So with that in mind, if, if he is still possibly available, should he expand the list? And what kind of list should he have to add to those teams? So, Bart, give me, give me teams that you would add to Russell Wilson's list. I mean, I'm definitely going with the obvious big market teams with a lot of money, well, with money to spend and assets to give up. I'm going with the Jets, and I'm going with the Giants for sure. Um, I'm a fan of, of Danny Dimes. You know, outside of the junior whopper hands fumbling the ball, I think he has tremendous talent. You saw him get to 21 miles an hour. That shows you that he's an athlete as well. He has a strong arm. It was a hard stop, though. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, 21 yeah. miles an hour is a hard stop. Well, you know, it's, it's very few of us <laughs> have been 21 no miles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The ground is getting closer, but I, t- <laughs> but I tell you what, uh, Danny Dimes as well, and, and also the team that seems the most desperate for a quarterback right now is the Carolina Panthers, yeah. right? They, they're out there. They have McCaffrey. They were willing to give up reportedly a lot for, for Deshaun Watson. I think it's a natural fit when you think about maybe putting Russell Wilson you know, with McCaffrey if you're going to give up future first-round draft picks. You, know, you look at Seattle. They gave up two first-round draft picks this year and next year for Jamal Adams. They're going to need multiple picks in return. And the Jets are a team that can offer that. And it's a couple of others. But, you know, for me, big market, New York, I think he should look at the New York teams. He's got, he has a home here. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm Dave Gettleman, I'm getting on the phone right now. I'm, I'm trying to mirror the same package that Chicago offered, but with Danny Dimes. Yeah, the, offer, right? the, the rumored offer that the Bears made yeah. uh, was three firsts, a third, and then two starters. Is it Herschel Walker? <laughs> yeah, yeah we, don't, we don't have specification of who the two starters are, yeah. so it's hard to qualify but if you, that. If you, first but of all, what, I want a quarterback back if I'm giving up Russell Wilson, so let's right. begin there. You got Nick Foles. But like we were talking about, like imagine you Russell Wilson and Saquon Foles. Barkley in an RPO game. I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's off the chart. So if that's the 11th pick, I think that also allows Seattle to address their offensive line, maybe the cornerback position. I, I think that – and plus, you, you're giving them a, a, a quarterback who actually has a lot of potential. Yeah. I just – you know, between the Giants and the Jets, I think these are two teams that we need to talk about more and more and yeah. more as it relates to Russell Wilson. Maybe for the Jets next year, yeah. uh, obviously if they have yeah. – you know, they can See, extract what they're getting from yeah. the draft this year and use that as value for next year for a trade. Yeah, see, the the problem, why I like the Giants even better is because Danny Dimes is one year younger than Sam Darnold, so you get him on a cheap contract for more years Mm. that way, opposed to if you trade for Sam Darnold next year, you have to figure out if you're going to pay him. It's because it's a decision time. If it doesn't work out, then you've given away a great player for not a great quarterback in return. Danny Dimes, you get a couple more years to develop him and see what he can do in your system. I'm a believer in Danny Dimes. I just, you know, you can get rid of the turnovers, ball security, job security and there's this old line and everybody who has a wife knows about this 
happy wife, happy life. Absolutely. Right? So if you're thinking about their relationship. Look at what, that athletic. What are, what, are, what are locations that you can go to where Sierra can also continue to thrive in her career? New York City, big market. Another one, Brian Flores down in Miami. Obviously, they're – Potentially, there were talks about them being involved in Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has a home down in Miami. Obviously, they have Tua Tungvalova. They have draft picks as well. Yeah. They can utilize that. I can see Russell and Sierra down in Miami. Yeah. Russell with the shirt open. Like you said yesterday, the <laughs> taco meet out. Yeah. Relaxing South Beach. Prime 112, Sierra. It, 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 there's a lot of that. So, you know, those are yeah. definitely other teams that I think should be added to the list for Russell Wilson. See, but here's the problem, right? And, you know, I love Adam. But when you look at it and I pull it up right here, you think about that, that cat hit is crazy 32 million dollar cap hit you know 58 million dead money that's a lot for any team to absorb and that's basically saying okay well we have to get a cheap quarterback in return so any anybody that can't offer a quarterback in return is going to mess up the balance of the cap hit that's why two is great you know, yeah. only one year right yeah but cheap quarterback what i worry about with Tua is his durability long term you know you think about the injuries that he sustained you know, the soft tissue injuries, you worry about him. You don't worry about Danny Dimes. You know, Danny Dimes looks like he's built for the long call. Even though he came off an injury this year and how he handled that? I mean, it, Yeah, I mean, I think some of that date, you know, slow him, down, slow him down a little bit. We're not going nowhere. Let's not put him at risk. Oh, you mean like they put him at risk? Like they tried to rush him back? <laughs> well, so, so why don't you do this, though? Why don't you explain, Bart, why you call him Junior Whopper hands? This is about well, we've all, Jones. Well, we all know about it. You know, you go get the regular Whopper, you got big hands, and the Whopper looks, you know, proportionate. Like, it looks like Danny Downs would drop the Whopper, you know what I'm saying, if you gave him a Whopper. You got the Junior Whopper hands. Like, it's okay. You know what I mean? But you talk about the small hands, the ball security, job security. I mean, I think he's led the league in fumbles since he's been in the league. So, you know, that's yeah, why. his I, turnover issue isn't nearly as much like the interception thing. Yeah. It's more of that he gets stripped a lot when he's got the ball out. When he's yeah. running, he loses the ball. He tends to to have a hard time controlling the, the football. Yeah. Not, it's not necessarily throwing to the other team, yeah. which some quarterbacks have that issue, young quarterbacks. He probably feels confident with White Castle. You know what I mean? Feel, <laughs> feel like a real big man with a White Castle burger. Uh, another the whole thing. Another interesting team is the Las Vegas Raiders. So oh, you, yeah. you think about them, and look, we, we know Coach Gruden's history of not falling in love with his quarterbacks and always looking for what's next. We had yeah. Jay Gruden on. It was close to a month ago where you're saying, you know, I haven't heard John Gruden say anything negative about Derek Carr, that he likes Derek Carr. But just the thought of what Russell Wilson can do in that offense with Darren Waller and the way they play the tight end position, yeah. their running game. Rugs, that speed, Rugs, that's basically that, like him having Lockett again, like those big home run plays. Especially the with ball. the way they're kicking off that new stadium and the way everything's going in, in Vegas, like that could be another thrust as well. Yeah, talk, <laughs> the problem again. is he's trading away all the offensive linemen. Yeah. Trey uh, Hudson is interesting that they're bringing that offensive line up, right? And they got to rebuild that one. But I mean, again, for Seattle, that's a move that signifies, all right, this is the reset button. You look at that division, you're going to be, it's going to be tough to compete in that division. There's no question, right? So you have to make that decision. But can I just always trade a player before he he's on a decline while he still has some value? He obviously has the best value right now, but that really does mean a, a major reset for that franchise and then a head coach who's 70 years old i didn't mean to interject no, there fine. and i apologize Go I, ahead. it's just funny for me like when when the first report came out the other day about deshaun watson deshaun watson very quickly went to social media and combated that report mm-hmm. right hey i completely deny these allegations so i think about okay that's one situation let me go to the other situation in the northwest when deshaun watson comes out through his agent and lists these teams that he likes to go to Seattle didn't really say anything. Yeah, Russ. Yeah. Then they sent a letter out to all their, you know, season ticket holders, yeah. omitting Sweet. his name, 
But then Russ didn't say anything. It takes it's easy. Pick up the phone, send out a tweet to make a statement. Is he your quarterback? Is he not your quarterback? Yeah. Hey, Russ, your silence speaks volumes yeah. about how you feel. So, obviously, there is a major rift here that we're watching happen. Yeah. And I'm curious how they're handling that internally because it's starting to leak out and becoming more and more and more each day. It's similar, yeah. it's similar to when Dak Prescott wasn't in the video with the Cowboys. Yep. Everybody made, went, went crazy about that. His brother you know, pointed that out to everyone. Yeah. Like, that was personal. That felt weird. And if you're the Cowboys, you're like, well, he's not under the contract, right? Yeah. Like, like, you could say that. But the team, came out, and the, yeah. the yes. team came out and said, hey, that was just an oversight. Right. We apologize. That's not the case. Quite the oversight. But, but you're right, though. If that's what's much different. In contrast, in Seattle, the silence is deafening. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and listen, when you think about when you hear what Swagoo said, tell us what you want. Well, the report says that he went in and told them what they want, and they didn't respect that. And I think that's where the rift comes from. When you think that, hey, I'm a franchise quarterback, I want to be able to, you know, pick some of my teammates. You you see LeBron doing it, you see, you know, Tom Brady doing it. You're like, well, I'm of that caliber. I've won a Super Bowl. I played at a high level since I've been in this league. I want to have an opportunity to be able to pick some of my teammates as well. Right, so you, you you think about Russell Wilson and you know some of the things that was were said about the lead from the Legion of Boom when they had that come up on the mountaintop and talk and all that stuff. And like, hey, we all got to be treated the same because it was the rush treatment. You know what I mean? You you don't know how much that plays into it behind the scenes, right? We don't know if Russell has become a diva or not, but you know, remember those those things that were said about him from the Legion of Boom when they were breaking that thing up. Like, hey, man, Russ need to be treated like everybody else. Can you imagine being Ryan Pace? Offering uh, supposedly, supposedly yeah. rumored what the offer was, right? Yeah. Where it's three what, first, a three third, first, two a starters. third, two starters. <laughs> you imagine Ryan Pace and the other end of that phone being like, ah, we have to offer this. And then they come back like, nah, you have no players that we want. Like, and then oh, Ryan Pace is like, this reminds me of that time I made that deal for Mitchell Trubisky. Like, is it going to happen again? Like, do you just keep coming back with more and more and more? Yeah. It's uh, that's a tough position to be in for Chicago. Well, yeah, exactly. And you know, I think their their days are numbered there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to really figure something out and see if they can be aggressive in a draft to move up. Because the only thing that can save, I believe, their job is hope in the future. And what provides hope in the future? A franchise quarterback. So will they be aggressive with those two future first round draft picks and a player to move up? to get Trey Lance or to get one of these quarterbacks and let them sit behind an Andy Dalton or sit behind a Nick Foles so that they can develop and sell hope to their fan base. That's the, that's the last move he has left. Mm. You know what I mean? Run out of moves. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear hotline. Mike Tannenbaum is going to join us here in a second, but I want to tell you that we are brought to you by Mako. Get a refresh with your refund during Mako's tax season sales event for expert paint and collision repair. Use their contactless services. It's as easy as book, quote, and fix. Uh Uh-oh, better get Mako. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Mike T. joining us right now, ESPN NFL front office insider on the Goodyear hotline. So, Mike, I I mean, from the the, the news about Deshaun Watson, if if you're in a front office and you're a team that might be interested in trading for Deshaun, how do you view this? Is this something now you have to monitor closely? I know Adam Schefter reporting that it hasn't dissuaded teams yet to have interest, but it is, it's obviously something you have to have a deeper discussion about, right? Yeah, good morning, Alan. Absolutely. That's exactly right. You can continue to show interest, and you want to monitor the situation carefully. You're going to obviously alert your security department. They're going to try to do their own investigation. Um, if you actually have permission from the Houston Texans, if things heat up enough, you could actually get NFL security involved. So it just raises the bar of scrutiny. These are just allegations. You hope 
for Deshaun Watson, they're not true, but they are serious. And ultimately, you have to be able, from a GM perspective, to walk into your head coach's office, to walk into your owner's office and say, hey, we've done the work, we've done the background, we're still comfortable making this trade because of X, Y, and Z. So you are proceeding, but you are proceeding with caution. Mike, how do you address the whole Russell Wilson situation? If you were in that position, how would you handle it? Well, it's interesting, Jay. Well, if I was Seattle and I was listening to you guys, I would come out and say, hey, Russell Wilson's our quarterback. You know, Mark Murphy, the president of the Green Bay Packers, shortly after they lost to Tampa Bay, came out and said, hey, we're not idiots. Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere. And what's interesting is John Schneider nor Pete Carroll have said that. So when I, you know, to me, communication isn't what's said, it's what's heard. And what I'm hearing is they're going to move on from Russell Wilson. Now, I don't think it's going to happen this year because of the $39 million cap charge. But to me, it's not if, but when, because we haven't heard that. And when you're hearing some of the things that Chicago is offering, that is certainly going to get Seattle's attention. And I think they're just trying to figure out how can we architect it between today and opening day of September of 2022 to make sure we have a replacement for Russell Wilson. So, Mike, who would be, if they were to move on from him this year, who would be the best team that will give you the best return asset-wise? Yeah, I think it's the Bears, and I agree with what Bart was saying. It's it's desperation, and there's a little loophole, which is once the draft actually begins and Roger Goodell will say Jacksonville is on the clock, you could actually give four first-round picks because you could give – that year's pick, and then three more. Um, you know, at that point, it's a blank check. You know, Seattle's going to say, hey, we need this, this, and this. We need Khalil Mack. We need Roquan Smith. Whatever they come up with. And uh, if I'm the Bears, the, the price isn't too high. And I think one of the things we saw last year with Tom Brady is this whole notion of aura of association, meaning if Russell Wilson is in Chicago, he's a great player. He is a dynamic leader. Players will walk to Chicago to play with him. So even though you're giving up those draft choices, I still think there's an effective path to build a good team around Russell Wilson. Uncle TB, understanding that, you know, he he probably won't be traded this year. If you're a team that may be thinking about trying to find a franchise quarterback in the future, how are you preparing for that this year? How are you making yourself an attractive destination to make Russell Wilson put put your team on that list? Yeah, Bart, it's a great question, and I think uh, San Francisco has created this unbelievable welcome mat, which is they just got the best left tackle in football back in Trent Williams. They signed Alex Mack. They have a great play caller in Kyle Shanahan, a great running back, Raheem Mostert, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, on and on and on. So if I'm a quarterback and I'm Russell Wilson and I see what's going on in San Francisco, that is tailor-made for me where I could thrive for the second half of my career. So I think San Francisco is perfectly suited if Jimmy Garoppolo can't stay healthy, that I think next year, if I'm Russell Wilson, I'm forcing my way out of uh, Seattle. San Francisco has to be at the top of that list. Well, Uncle TB, isn't San Francisco the one place they wouldn't send him within the division, the fact that they would have to see him twice a year? Well, it's all about leverage, though, right? At some point... If he says, look, I'm not coming back, then Seattle's not going to be dealing from a position of strength at some point. And w- there's always these inflection points. And, you know, let's give credit to Detroit. Look what Detroit got for Matt Stafford. Two ones, and they're going to take a shot at Jared Goff. I think they did a great job of maximizing their leverage. And I think the Jets are in a similar situation with Sam Darnold. I-, I think 
every day that goes on, I think they lose leverage in what they're going to trade get for Sam Darnold. Whereas I think Seattle right now, based on like what we're hearing from Chicago, is a great example of this is where they have maximum leverage. At some point, it's going to go the other way. And we're not there yet, but at some point, Seattle won't be dealing from a position of strength. Mike, let's go back to Chicago for a second. Mitchell Trubisky, what is the best landing spot for him and his career moving forward? You know, Jay, well, I, I want to start with this. I'm not so sure right now in 2021 how big of a gap there is between Trubisky and Andy Dalton. If we really look at it objectively, I'm not going back over their whole career, but this year, Trubisky actually played better towards the second half of last year. He's six years younger than Dalton. He's more athletic. And if I'm him, I'm going to try to run the same play that Jameis Winston ran, which is I want to go to the best situation where I can learn. And maybe it's New Orleans. Maybe it's best to be a third string this year behind Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. Uh, maybe it's going to Atlanta behind Matt Ryan learning from Arthur Smith. I want to go somewhere where there, this year is an investment where I could get better, where it sets me up for a great next part of my career where I could hopefully start in 2022. We're talking with Mike Tannenbaum and, and Mike, I, I completely agree with you on that. And we're showing the numbers, the, the, the comparisons between the two uh, in Trubisky and Dalton and, I feel the same way. It's like, how much better did you get? Or was it a lateral move? You had a guy, you drafted him, but they move on from him. We're going to discuss this coming up, but I want to get your take on it as well. When it comes to quarterbacks who have something to prove this year, between these two, who has more to prove, Jameis Winston or Cam Newton? Mm. Ooh, that is a great question. You know, I, I really like both guys. And, you know, the Jameis Winston story is so interesting to me because – Drew Brees was 27 years old when he signed with the Saints and things did not work out with the Chargers between injury and them drafting Rivers. Jameis Winston's 27 years old and he started 70 games. I am so intrigued by that situation because I think Jameis has done the exact right things. I expect him to play really well this year. That's still going to be a good football team. Um, I think that's a really intriguing story. So is Cam Newton, by the way, because I think New England's did a really good job. But I think Winston has a lot to prove, and I think it's going to be a really intriguing team to watch this year. I love it. That means I'm going to win this debate. Mike, thanks so much. Great to catch up with you. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, right, we'll get to that in a minute. But you know what I found interesting, what he said, though, guys, is he brought up the Packers situation when talking about why Seattle hasn't said anything, why no one said anything, like you were saying, Jay. And you're, it's true. Aaron yeah. Rodgers, not happy. I don't know what my future holds. I don't know what's going it's a beautiful on. beautiful mystery. Yep. Yeah, the beautiful mystery. And what did the Packers do immediately? Yeah, nah, we're right. not stupid. This guy's not going anywhere, and we'll wait and see how they work it out. Like, they publicly said it. Yeah. This, nothing was said. Nothing has been said so far. Or you have somebody say, he's our quarterback for now. I mean, he's just <laughs> yeah, hey, for now. less need. I mean, that lets you know, too, okay, something is moving, but not saying anything. It yeah. speaks volumes. Exactly. And I, you know that, that these conversations are, are probably happening behind the scenes. But at some point, Russell Wilson, and I think this is headed for – this marriage is headed for divorce. You know, I just can't see it continue to happen. I think he's seeing that the rest of the division is getting a lot younger and a lot better, and they're in their windows, and he wants to go somewhere else where he can compete and be the, the finishing piece like a, like a Peyton Manning, like a, like a uh, Tom Brady, to be able to add something to a team that's ready in their window and already set all the pieces up. They don't have the pieces that they need to be successful. He needs to be successful immediately in, in Seattle. I mean, yeah. I'm worried. The Rams are great. They're getting better. Yeah. Arizona, I mean – the draft is going to be they got three mean, Hall of Famers to set all this up. Which quarterback has the most to prove in 2021? We'll discuss next on KJZ, ESPN Radio, ESPN app.